Before we start today, I would like to have a moment of silence dedicated to those that have suffered through the Halloween tragedy in South Korea. Hello and welcome to the Happy Halloween Podcast. My name is Tony and I will be your host as we talk about all things Halloween. And welcome to our second season. That's right, season two. Man, that feels good to say. Just because Halloween is over doesn't mean I'm going anywhere. I am your year-round Halloween guru. So it's been... Oh God, they're knocking already. I know where this is going. It's not going to be good. Play along with me. Who is it? It is me, Drag. <sighs> what did I tell you? Come on in, buddy. What can I do for you, Drac? Uh, I just have one question. Yeah, right. Uh, what's that, buddy? What do you call a pause in work at a mortuary? I told you I knew where this was going. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, I, I have no idea, Drac. What do you call it? A coffin break. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> why do I continue to let him in the door? Hmm? Somebody please tell me why. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, that was real funny, Drac. Uh, why don't you head on back downstairs with the rest of the guys? Okay. Uh, uh, coffin break. Uh, uh. Now, where were we? Ah, yes. Second season. Doesn't that sound good? Well, here in Kentucky, it's been a nice, chilly, cold day. Some rain falling outside. Plenty of leaves everywhere. So, uh, got me a nice mug of apple cider. So, let's say we get started. First up, we have our history lesson. Last month, we left off by jumping ahead to the 1600s. That's where we'll start now. Having sailed to America to escape religious persecution, the pilgrims vowed to leave behind any traditions that were tied to the Catholic religion, which included all holidays and celebrations. It wasn't until the Irish and Scottish started to immigrate to America in the 1700s that we saw the beginnings of Halloween. These immigrants brought with them their folk traditions. At first, they kept these traditions to themselves, but slowly it bled out into the surrounding communities. Over the next 200 years or so, those folk traditions slowly became commercialized, as America tends to do, which would lead us up to the World War II era, and that's where we'll pick up next time. <sighs> Alrighty, so for today's main topic, we're going to talk about why orange and black are the colors of Halloween. Now, if we were to go back to the time of the Celts, 
I'm sure we wouldn't find black bats and orange pumpkins hanging on the wall. But the symbolic beginnings of the color started here. If you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, you know we've been learning about the history of Halloween and how it started as a harvest festival back in the days of the Celts. So, if you think about it, it's easy to see where the colors find their origin. The festival celebrated the changing from the light half of the year to the dark half, and of course black is synonymous with the nighttime due to the lack of light. The festival also celebrated the last harvest of the year, which left behind the stalks and leaves of the plants, which quickly began to die and turn different shades of yellow and brown. Also, the leaves on the trees began to turn similar colors as the season changed. All of these warm browns and yellows eventually led to decorations being colored orange. This was solidified in the early 1900s with companies such as the Denison Company, which produced paper products and decorations, and the Gurley Candle Company, which made some of the best holiday candles ever. Both companies borrowed from the old folklore by producing decorations that included bats, black cats, witches, as well as harvest foods, all of these naturally lending themselves to black, orange, and yellow. It was when the Bystel Company began production on their decorations that black and orange became cemented in the eyes of the public as the colors of Halloween. Nowadays, you can find all sorts of colors on Halloween decor, but there's nothing as comforting to me as black and orange. And now it's time for The Frightful Five. On this month's Frightful Five, we are talking about ways to recycle your pumpkins. Number five. Decorating. Fortunately, pumpkins do not look out of place when decorating for fall or Thanksgiving. So leave those pumpkins that you didn't carve into jack-o'-lanterns sitting about for another few weeks. If you have some ceramic or plastic jack-o'-lanterns sitting around, spin those bad boys around and continue to enjoy. Number four. Take care of the wildlife in your area. Take your pumpkins and cut a large hole in the top, or take a huge L-shaped chunk out of the pumpkin, cutting down from the top and in from the side. Scoop out the insides and set the seeds aside and clean. After it's all cleaned out, you can fill the pumpkin up with bird seed, as well as those pumpkin seeds you set aside. And depending on the weight of it, you can hang it from a tree or a shepherd's hook with some strong rope. Otherwise, just sit it out where the birds can get to it easily. Alternatively, you can just clean out the pumpkins and chop them into small pieces and leave them about for the squirrels and other small creatures to nibble on. Number three. Make a planter. Cut the top off of your pumpkin and clean it out. Then fill with potting soil and plant your favorite plants. Personally, I love mums for this. Aside from giving the pumpkin new life for a few weeks, it also helps the plants because as the pumpkin begins to slowly decompose, it releases nutrients into the soil for the plant to feed on. Number two. Turn it into a serving dish for family gatherings. Cut the top from your pumpkin and clean out the inside. Then rub the inner flesh with some cooking oil 
and bake for 35 minutes at 350 degrees. And you will have the perfect serving dish for your hearty soups or dips at your next autumn gathering. Number one. This is the easiest task on the list, but it has the most meaning to me, and that is to compost it. Some cities have a day where you can put out your composting materials to be picked up with the garbage. But I prefer to do this one myself. You technically can just lob your pumpkin into your compost pile, but I prefer to chop it up into smaller pieces. That way, they decompose faster and start releasing the nutrients into the soil to keep it healthy during the winter. Oh, and if you clean out the pumpkin seeds before you compost it, you already have seeds to plant your own pumpkin patch next spring. If you have any other suggestions of what to do with your pumpkin after Halloween, please drop me a line at thehappyhalloweenpod at gmail.com. It's time for a new segment called Bobbing for Apples. Friend of the show, Bob Baker, reached out to me to let me know that he is a bit of a Halloween playlist master. So, every month, he is going to bring us a track to add to our Halloween playlists. Take it away, Bob. Hi, this is Bob Baker. You may recognize my voice from the Total Christmas podcast. I started to listen to the Happy Halloween podcast after Jack recommended it recently, and I really enjoy it. I soon realized that even though I am more of a Christmas guy, Halloween is a close second. Tony is awesome, and he reminds me of how much I enjoy autumn. It is my favorite season. I love the colors of the leaves changing, sitting outside by a bonfire, and there is not a pumpkin beer that I can pass up. Plus, I live in a town where I get to drive a trick-or-treat hay wagon on Halloween, and we are haunted by a ghost horse. Also, for some reason, when I was down and out in 2003, I did what any unemployed father of three young children would do. I made a Halloween CD. I don't know why I did it, but I was inspired. My family enjoyed it so much, I made another one the next year, and then the next, and so on. It has become a year-long obsession for me to find relevant tunes. I continue to use the CD format as it limits the number of songs I can include. I have to pick and choose and establish a certain order. These songs now define each year, and listening to them brings back strong memories. I started out with songs about monsters and Halloween, but over time I had to expand my rules. I began to include songs about candy, sugar, magic, killers, and moonlight. Although I will get pushback from my kids and wife, because I will consider a song even if it has just one single reference to a ghost or a vampire. 2022 is my 20th year, so I thought that on each Happy Halloween show, I might share one of the more enjoyable or obscure songs that I have selected over the past two decades in a Halloween Music Minute. Now, I tend to enjoy more alternative and punk type of songs, but I like to include all genres on the Halloween CD. I search for old songs, rock classics, 
pop, rap, and even some novelty stuff. It makes for a better variety. I also find a unique way to open each CD and will close it with some seasonal comedy. For my first minute, I am reaching back to the year 2010. This was the year I, st I dropped off my oldest son at college. I was surprised at how emotional I was when I had to leave him there and drive away. Maybe this is why my song choice is so wistful and nostalgic. Today I'm offering what may be considered a kid's song, Trick or Treat by Justin Roberts from his Jungle Gym album. It is not your typical spooky tune, but it is a joyful ode to being a kid on Halloween. It is catchy and upbeat, and you find yourself singing along with it. Every year when I hear it again, takes me back and I recall the joy of trick-or-treating as a child. I know this may be an odd first choice for an adult, but what better way to celebrate our favorite scary holiday? Happy Halloween! Come on mom, the clock says four and I'm ready to hit every door on this block, in this town, in this city. Watch out, cause it might not be pretty And I don't know if this bag is big enough To carry all this delicious stuff Last year it felt as heavy as bricks My baby brother ate too much of it and he got sick Everyone's outside, bags are open wide Cause we're ready to drink a drink a drink a drink a Falling leaves will sow, we'll go door to door And we're ready that was Trick or Treat by Justin Roberts. Thanks, Bob. I'm looking forward to see what else you bring us. If you have an idea for a segment, please feel free to reach out to me and tell me about it. And if you want to host it yourself, I'd be glad to have you on. Now it's time for the news. First up in Halloween-adjacent news, Peacock has announced they are going into production on a Friday the 13th prequel series called Camp Crystal Lake. There are some big names involved, including Victor Miller, who wrote the original movie. From what I'm seeing, it looks like calling it a prequel may be misleading because we may be seeing the time between when Jason pops out of the lake in the first movie and when he grows up to be an overgrown, back-from-the-dead serial murderer, which sounds to me like the time frame between parts one and parts two. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. If you are a Michael Myers fan, Halloween Ends will be released on digital November 15th with the Blu-ray and DVD formats coming on December 27th. On the same day, you will also be able to pick up the entire trilogy as well. Why they didn't put that out before Christmas, I just don't understand. That could have been a great Christmas present for somebody. Anyway, moving on. Lastly, in case you missed it, Vince Guaraldi released a new version of the It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown soundtrack back in August. After discovering tapes from the recording sessions that were thought to have been lost, we are now treated to an additional 10 minutes of alternate takes of your classic favorites. 
All right, are y'all ready to hear some Halloween music? I am too. Let's start with this upbeat rockabilly track called Halloween Night by the Evil Streets. Next up, we have this moody, low-key cover of Season of the Witch by Accidentally Graceful. When I look out my window Many sights to see And when I look in my window so many different people to be That it's strange So strange It's very strange to me You've got to pick up every stitch You've got to pick up every stitch You've got to pick up every stitch Oh no must be the season of the witch. Must be the season of the witch. All right, spooks and creeps, that's going to do it for this month. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at thehappyhalloweenpod at gmail.com. We're on social media at thehappyhalloweenpod on Instagram. Don't forget to go to your podcast listening platform of choice and leave us a rating and review. And if you're feeling generous... I'm pretty sure Drac is running out of his riboflavin-flavored, non-carbonated, polyunsaturated blood. So throw him a couple of bucks over at ko-fi.com slash the Happy Halloween Podcast. And until next time, Happy Halloween!